fringe is over, fringe is done, but it's not because there is a holdover or two or three or four. The 2023 Holdover Series, your last chance to catch these must-see shows of the 42nd International Fringe Theatre Festival. Let's check in with Megan Dart, find out what's going to be uh, sticking around and when it starts and when the tickets are on sale or are there any left or what are the shows, all that kind of stuff. Megan, you got a ton of things to have to talk about. We sure do, and a lot to celebrate. It was a really fantastic festival. Well, I actually kind of wanted to talk to you guys yesterday, but apparently you all had a party on Sunday night, and you, you just were not willing to commit to the first thing in the morning on a Monday. You know, 7.30 would have been really hard for the whole team yesterday. I wanted you on at 6, and uh, <laughs> that's all good. I'm not sure most of us had even gone to bed yet. Well, so. yeah. <laughs> you fringers. You fringers. Uh, so why was it a success? I mean, come on. After every single festival, I go, oh, it was an amazing success. We had a great time. Was this and was it that much different? You know, this year felt so incredibly joyous because of the triumphant return of Edmontonians to the festival. Um, we're so proud to celebrate 114,000 tickets sold to shows this year. That's about 18,000 more tickets than last year's festival. Um, so, you know, artists saw more patrons attending more shows uh, and there was just such a sense of celebration on site um, and you know more than a 1.2 million dollars in box office sales is going back to artists yeah that's that's a pretty impressive chunk of change uh, it is. How, how are these numbers comparing to you know the before times as i like to call them before uh, before covid went and beat us yeah Absolutely. I mean, 2019 was our largest festival. We had 252 shows that year. Um, but that year we returned $1.4 million in box office sales to artists. So um, we're pretty darn close in the comeback, which is exciting. So does that mean you raised ticket prices or what? <laughs> well, I think we're going to hold where we're at for uh, now. Um, making Fringe accessible is an important thing for us, too. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very cool. And uh, I just, uh, there were people that I had never seen posting from a Fringe fest Festival uh, that did this year around. It was, uh, there seemed to be a draw that, oh, we really need to get our butts back there. Yeah, 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 there really was. It was awesome. And, you know, despite the wild weather, Fringers still came out in droves and, and packed those houses. And um, I know artists were just thrilled with the response. Oh, no doubt. Uh, mm -hmm. And you always do, there's always some holdovers. I always thought it was more than this. You have four holdover shows this year? We do. So we have four holdover shows that are curated by our artistic director, Murray Yudis, and he sort of, he sees as many shows as he possibly can during the festival, and then he picks the wildest, weirdest, mm -hmm. most unique shows with heart uh, that he programs to run for four days in our Westbury Theatre following the festival. But we have other folks in the community who also curate their own holdovers. So I know the Barcelona Theatre has a selection of shows, Grindstone Theatre has a selection of shows, um, so there's still lots of theater to see yet before September rolls in. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. I don't think I'd, I'd, I'd always thought in terms of the festival itself doing the the various holdovers, almost like a jury prize at the end of it. That's almost, <laughs> almost what it feels like, right? Yeah, yeah. No, we uh, we really love to sort of uplift those those unique stories that make uh, Fringe Fringe. So we have uh, Tiger Lady by the Dead Rabbits Theater, Anatomica by Amika Hunter, The Rat Academy, which of course was the, the sleeper hit of the festival. People could not stop talking about it. Uh, and then Elena Bellier's This Won't Hurt, I Promise. So that all runs in our Westbury Theater from August 30th to September 2nd. Okay, so you can tell us the titles of these, but they don't mm -hmm. necessarily tell us what 
they're all about. Is there a place we can go to, or do you know off the top of your head, can you give us a synopsis of each of these holdover uh, productions? Oh, my goodness. I can I can do my best. Yeah, give so. me your best shot. <laughs> tiger Lady is about uh, the most ferocious female tiger tamer in history named Mabel Stark. Um, and Dead Rabbit Theatre are traveling to us from the U.K. They haven't actually been at the festival since, I think, about 2018. So we're incredibly excited to have them back. Anatomica is a comedy about meat, bones, and the skin you're in. Uh, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's, it's wild. It's fun it's intimate uh and and amika is an incredible performer so strongly recommend that one so that sounds like a one person show it is yeah and then uh this won't hurt i promise is elena bellier who is an incredible um sort of blend stand-up with storytelling uh it's a really incredible performance that uh, has a lot of heart uh they call it a uh a bomb for trying times (laughs) Um, and then the last one is Rat Academy. So this is uh, a show that has been mentored by fringe legends Mump and Smoot. Oh. And yeah, it features the, uh, the last rats in Alberta and how they survive in a world that hates them. <laughs> oh, so so this is, is, is this starring a Mump and Smoot or is it simply created by the guys who are behind Mump and Smoot? Yeah, so they, they spent some time mentoring uh, Dana Lee Hoffman and okay. Katie Yonner, who have created these incredibly entertaining rat characters. Um, you just you have to see it to believe it. <laughs> uh, you know, even just the premise of it is, is, is kind of cool to me. It sounds like it'd be an awful lot of fun. Yeah. Megan, Megan, do you guys, every time you, you check in with a festival after it's done, they talk about, well, we're hitting the ground running and starting again for next year. Do you guys really do that, or is it not until you sort of open up to, uh, to, to applications that things really get rolling around? I imagine there's, there's locking down some, some venues or a few things, but uh, you get a little break now at this point, don't you? We do get a wee break, yes. So the team does go away. We all sleep for a week. <laughs> uh, uh, but we do. We really come back and we start planning again for next year. So already this week we're starting to have some wrap-up meetings, taking all of the lessons that we learned over the last, this last festival to help make the experience even better next year. And then applications for our lottery open again uh, in the fall, and we do that draw in November. So um, it's pure really lottery, a, right? That's not to is. judge. It's not like, because oh, there could be people who have been like let's say the uh, the folks from rat academy who had this huge hit there's no guarantee they're getting back in next year correct yeah right. so we, we do a lottery draw for those uh you know 100 slots in fringe operated venues uh and then in uh early winter we open what's called our bring your own venue applications and those are for artists who maybe want to engage with a third party venue um so lots of opportunity to get involved but it is it is unjuried mm-hmm. yeah, and also i'm just curious do you have do you have uh, spaces, re- it sounds like no, spaces reserved for local artists? Because you talked about the UK uh, theatre group Dead Rabbits coming in, but do you have some res- uh, reserved for, for local to make sure you get local theatre? Or is it just the numbers tend to make that happen anyway? Oh no, we, we have a local category that is specifically dedicated to uplifting artists who are local to Edmonton. We have a national category category that provides opportunity for folks across Canada, and then our international category, which welcomes uh, anyone from anywhere in the world. Very nice. Uh, looking forward to next year again. Yeah, I guess we'll find out the theme when we get there, won't we? <laughs> you bet, yep. Alright, Megan, thanks so much for your time. I'm glad you had fun, and uh, enjoy all this rest you're going to get. All this Thank laying about. You. We will. Right, cheers. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Megan Dart is the Executive Director of The Fringe, while well, the
Edmonton International Fringe Theater Festival. Yeah, we just call it the Fringe. 